Mishle, Shir number three. We concluded yesterday's learning with the fear of Hashem is the very beginning of wisdom because wisdom can corrupt and without fear of Hashem, wisdom and knowledge is very dangerous. And that it was advisable, it is advisable to listen to the guidance of one's parents. What's the result? So there's a beautiful image in verse number nine. Such teachings are an adornment for your head and will be a chain for your neck. You will look beautiful. Your jewellery is beautiful. It's compared to beautifying a person. So following these teachings not only improve your life, but will make your life beautiful. So a Jew who studied Mishli, I like your jewellery. What could that mean? It means I like the way you're living with fear of Hashem in your life and following the teachings of your parents. The text now deviates to an interesting section, a warning against various crimes. And it seems that it's talking about robbery and murder, which is a little bit perplexing, but also very sobering. We often get told that this generation that we're living in today is terrible and there's so many problems and this is wrong and that is wrong. But put the brakes on people. When was it ever that good? Because if the book of Proverbs is starting with a warning against robbery and murder, it must mean that the audience that King Solomon was writing for were into this type of thing. So I think we can pat ourselves on the back. We are definitely not a generation of Jews that are into robbery and murder. Bani, my son, im chatoim al if sinners entice you, do not follow them. Now, the, the word here is chata'im, not chotim. Chotim would be those that sin, but it's chata'im signifies people who are addicted to crime. And you're being here, in, and the, the warning here is don't be encouraged to follow them. Just listen to the, how the, the text is so beautiful. If they say, come with us, let us wait in ambush for bloodshed. Let us lurk for an innocent one without cause. Like the grave, let us swallow them alive. All precious wealth is found with them. We will fill our houses with booty. Come on, join us. It's going to be great. Says the text, my child, do not walk on the way with them. Withhold your feet from their pathways. It's almost unbelievable that the Jewish people would be so seduced by this lifestyle that Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon himself, would have to start his text with a warning against such behaviour. Ki hem lora yorutsu. Their feet run to evil. Not in the sense of they're running towards wickedness, but evil to themselves. Such behaviour is detrimental not only to those, to the victims, but to the perpetrators of the crime. They'll be quickly brought to a bad end. They will be brought to, to justice, possibly by being executed for their crimes. And here Shlomo HaMelech uses a really interesting image. For the net seems spread out with free bait in the eyes of every winged creature. So the birds are flying above and think, oh, there's some nice food. We'll come down and have a nibble. And then the net quickly grabs them up and traps them so. So is the fate of those who get into bad behavior. 
In the case of the birds, they overreach themselves and become the executors of their own doom. Instead of picking up the corn which attracted them to the net, they find only death. So will it be with a man who is lured by the bandit's bait. Not riches, but destruction will come to him. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain. As nefesh ba'alav yikach. It takes away the life of the owners. So perhaps we can sit back smug in the knowledge that we are neither robbers nor bandits nor murderers. But maybe we shouldn't. Maybe there are things that seduce each and every one of us. I'll leave you thinking. Have a good day.